What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with the Two Tree Guy Podcast, all the way from North Carolina. Woo! Oh, yeah. (laughs) We got a special guest on here today at the Arbor Fest, uh, Miss Tracy Klein. Tracy, are you from North Carolina? No, I am not. Where are you from? I'm from uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. Well, this is, you know, usually we have two tree guys, which is Jared and myself and a guest on it, but it'd be one tree guy and one tree gal. You consider yourself a tree gal? I think I could be a tree gal, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's a, the right words, tree gal, tree guy. I think uh, we're going to roll with it. Gotcha. I like that. I like that. But, you know, this show and kind of what we're bringing to you guys today and listening wherever you guys are at in the world is we're here to hear your story, you know, to hear your story, hear about the product you have uh, here. Uh, you just sent me a pair. I haven't got to really use them yet. <laughs> Uh, but I walked around the office uh, for a little bit, and uh, when I get back, I'm going to be putting the boots on and, and putting them to work. That's for sure for that. So how'd you get into this industry? Well, you know, I started in this industry after I left law enforcement in 1995. Um, I went into the police and fire side of the business, and I've remained there over my entire career. And then I came to work for Hikes, who I currently work for and have been for about 13 years now. What'd you do in the law enforcement? I was a police recruit. <laughs> police recruit? Yeah. How, now, how, how, how did, how'd that happen? I mean, how? Well, my I was working, finishing up my master's in criminal behavior, uh-huh. and I wanted to go into law enforcement. Okay. okay. But you know, sometimes life takes turns and you just... Um, you know, you always have these plans in your mind, yeah. but it always goes a different direction. But you recruited for people to get into law enforcement. No, correct? I was the recruit. Oh, you were the recruit. I was a police You were recruit. recruited. Gotcha. I thought you were saying that you were the one. I'm like, oh, interesting. No, interesting. no, no, no. I was going to, the, I'm the one out there, you know. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what, what made you get out of, out of that industry? <laughs> That's a whole other story. <laughs> Let's just say that I got into the... Um, public safety side of the supplying for it. Um, it was a perfect match for me okay. to be able to, um, you know, sell equipment. Gotcha. And at that time, um, it was just a great match. And the biggest supplier of law enforcement equipment just happened to be in the town where I was at. Yeah. And uh, I went there to turn in my gear when I left and they were like, you know, you'd be a perfect fit you know to sell police equipment i was like no nah, i want to be a cop i want to be a federal agent i don't want to do sales really 28 years later you, you're in sales. i'm in sales, you're in sales. <laughs> so life doesn't always go as you plan it, it doesn't but you know how like the other gentleman that was just on the show uh, yeah. chatting with me it was about he said you know what things don't go as planned that's and right. his car broke down. He goes, I look at the positive things in life. I had the opportunity to spend a week with a friend that I normally never gets to hang out with. Yeah. Um, I was at the right place at the time of my life. So, Absolutely. you know, 
saying, you know, lemons make lemonade. And when you're there, you, you made the best of it. And now look Absolutely. where you're at. You Absolutely. Know, in your career from that. So you got out of uh, um, law enforcement. And yep. how'd you get with Heights? You know, um, I was looking for a change. And it was about 2009. And um, I kept seeing this company, Hikes, when I would visit trade shows in the public safety industry. And I thought, who the hell are these guys? You know, am I allowed to say that on you, here? You can say whatever the <laughs> you want. <laughs> so, there, there's no rules on this podcast. I and got if you. You. Listen, you must not have listened to too many of them because you would have known that. Well, OK. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, who are these guys? I keep seeing them. It was very intriguing. They were a German manufacturer and I like really nice high end things. And um, I had a couple of job offers on the table and one of them was from Hikes. And I thought, what the hell, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. And I fell in love with it and I've been working for them ever since. Really? Yeah, fantastic company. Fantastic. And now how long have you been working with them? 13 years. Wow. Wow. Yes. Is this your forever home? Yeah, it is this definitely is it. My, far, my forever home. I mean, did you ever think of uh, selling what you sell and doing what you do? Would you would be in this type of industry? Um, you know, I think I knew when I went into the selling side versus being in law enforcement, for example, it just drew me in. It was like a natural, yeah. you know, people are like, you know, you really should do sales. You really should do sales. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not a salesperson. But why'd they say that? What, what was it about you where they were like, you should do sales? Well, you know, I'm not real salesy. I'm more of a person that likes to help people. Okay. And for me, it, it was like taking something like, hey, what's your issue? What's going on? I may be able to help. Mm -hmm. So I take more of an approach of I, I, I want to assist you in maybe choosing the right thing or I'll ask you what your application is. Mm -hmm. I don't just try to sell you a widget, you know, like, here yeah. you go. You should buy this just because you should. Yeah. I mean, I want to know what their needs are, what they're facing, and then try to do an analysis and then make a recommendation. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, tell me about tell me about the company. Tell me. Because oh, wow. let me, uh, you know, from the first time. Uh, Johnny introduced me to, to Zach. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I've been in this industry for 12 years. Yeah. I've never heard of you guys. Now I'm not using products every single day and I'm not out there in the field every day. So it's understandable, you know, on this kind of stuff, but yeah. I, I've never heard about your guys's boots and what you had to offer. But then once I talked to a few people, Oh yeah, I got a pair. Oh, I got a pair. I was surprised. I'm like, how did I not? ever notice <laughs> this ever before so you know and then i got on the phone and started chatting with them and then i researched and read a little bit more i'm like okay okay and of course jared knew all about him oh, and stuff yeah. like that but myself I, I i'm not that guy well i can tell you a little bit about it um yeah. hikes has it's very interesting we have like this cult following of people that like our product so uh if you know you know mm -hmm. and if you don't your friends usually grab you in and you become part of our family Gotcha. Um, we are a high-end German manufacturer, and we're very unique in the fact that we still do it old school. Like, we make our product from start to finish, while many other footwear manufacturers, what you're going to find and what you don't realize is that they actually rent a space out in another country. Yeah. To, you know, certain areas. Yeah. And uh, they're actually put on production lines. Um, and made third party, whereas hikes, we do everything ourselves from, uh, you know, capturing the supplies to designing. We have engineers. We consult with uh, doctors. I mean, we everything from okay. orthopedic fit 
to design fit and feel. Now, when you say, you know, high quality, what makes it a high quality boot? Yeah. And, and does one shoemaker, boot maker, what, what do you call them? Someone that makes a boot. What's the name? Is it? What's Are you talking about a Bob? cobbler? Is it a cobbler? <laughs> I mean, a cobbler. You guys have a That's bunch of cobblers. School. Yes. You guys said you guys are old school. You guys go back to yeah. the day. Now, does one person make that boot from start to finish and assemble it? That's a very good question. Our boots sometimes, first of all, the uppers are handmade. So all of this part is handmade still. Uh, what but, do you mean by handmade in a sense? Like somebody's hand sewn it? Yes. Absolutely. Cut it out. Yes. Okay. But this boot may end up touching 25 different stations before it's finished from start mm -hmm. to finish from raw material to the middle to, you know, they're lasting it and so on and so gotcha. forth, which is an entirely other story. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's um, from start to finish. There's a lot of things that make it high quality. Yeah. First example, bull hide leather. Most people don't think about leather. You hear top grain, you hear split hide, whatever. We use bull hide leather. No one else in any footwear industry worldwide uses that but hikes. And what makes that unique. So no, no one in any other industry no, use it? Not for footwear. Really? Why is that? And why did you guys choose that? Why are they not using it? Well, it's cheaper to manufacture if you buy cow hides from a third world country. I mean, let's just be real. Now, why bull hide over cow hide? Um, it's a very good question. So bull hides, they don't get pregnant. So they hold their shape. And they're a little tougher. So for our type of industry, for forestry, for uh, wildland, for any type of firefighting, anything like that, our mm -hmm. boots are going to be more rugged. Think about a, a female like a cow. Okay. You know, they get pregnant. They expand and contract. It makes the leather weak in spots, so it gets flimsy. Hmm. You do not want flimsy boots if you're climbing a tree. You need good ankle support and rigidity. The same as you would with the fire service. So where do you guys get your bull hides from? I mean, a certain countries. You got in one bull and you got a thousand cows or yeah. hundred cows. So what? I don't even know what the ratio is, but how do you get the bull, bull hide? Okay, so we source all of our bull hides in Europe as well, okay. um, because we are a um, a company that takes into account anything that has child labor, we do not do anything with that. Gotcha. So there's other countries, for example, if you see videos, you can jump online and you can see these leather tanneries. These kids are wading up to their knees in chemicals with these hides. We don't do any of that. Gotcha. It's, now, do you guys have pictures of your factory and stuff online or yeah, actually, videos can, of it? You can check out uh, Hikes has their own YouTube channel. We have a, uh, it's a really cool video. It's a little bit outdated. We're working on a new one, yeah. but it'll give you an idea of like how it's made, yeah. you know? So we have our own video and it'll show you the operations between Germany and Croatia. You guys make it in Croatia? Yes, we have two manufacturing facilities. I used to live in Croatia. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. We lived in Zagreb. Did you really? Yeah, back in the day. I've I, been to Croatia. Yeah, I love Croatia. I, I'm going to go back. I stayed Great in Pula, people. Zagreb, Split. I never went to Dubrovnik. I but, haven't been to Dubrovnik. But it was, it was a great time of my life, and I, it's the most beautiful country. It's ah, awesome. well, then you have to come. We have to oh, make man. a visit. Now, now, do you have customers and clients that come and visit the factory and spend time out there and absolutely. actually get to see the boot being made? Yes, absolutely. In fact, we have something called Hikes World. Mm -hmm. If you go to Meinberg, Germany, which is our mother headquarters, mm -hmm. uh, it's about 30 minutes outside of Munich. And uh, I haven't even been to it yet, but I will hopefully see it in June when I go back to Europe. Gotcha. Um, it's You can go and experience everything from start to finish. 
like a history of the company and how things are made. Mm -hmm. And we would definitely invite you to come. We've had customers that are in Europe and just want to check out everything. We give them, we roll out the red carpet. Bob, we need to go to Germany and do a podcast, or Croatia. We'll do a podcast out there with them. Yeah, we could do Croatia. We could do it. I mean, come on. We need to do it close to Oktoberfest. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, <laughs> if you need an ambassador to take you, I can do oh, that. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. So <laughs> so tell me more about, I mean, Bullhide, that's something that actually, that actually surprised me. I I never even heard of that before. And that's that's pretty interesting yeah. with the Bullhide and stuff. Because now with bulls, you're not putting them down just for the leather. Are they serving a purpose? And yeah, of course. So how... How do you guys get your bulls and how do they rotate? I mean, I'm sure I might you know, be asking questions you might not well, know, but I'm, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, I I'm can interested. BS you right and now what, and what, tell you. How old are these bulls? And are old bulls better than young bulls? <laughs> I mean, some people might say yes. Well, I think this is going into a load of bulls, if you want to tell the truth. <laughs> so, uh, what you I see will, these grays and becoming an old bull. He he's an old young. bull. Oh, and I'm man. like an old heifer. <laughs> you know the difference between a heifer and a cow, right? No, I don't know that. A cow has had a baby, and a heifer has never had a cow. So I'm a heifer. A heifer never had a cow. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I learned something new. Yes, I learned a bunch of new stuff. I'm a country girl. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, as far as choosing bull hides, I mean, we choose the same ones that go into like the seats of Mercedes and BMW. Mm -hmm. So it's they are very high quality. Yeah. So there's not that many. Okay. And only from certain countries. Uh, we have uh, our own people in-house in mm-hmm. Germany that actually go out and test these hides to like millimeter thickness. They check everything. We check for lines and marks and scars. I gotcha. mean, it, it's a pretty um, astringent task. Okay. But with us being that high end of a company, yeah. you know, everything has to go out perfectly. Because you're, you're, would you say your boots are one of the... the more costly boot out there on the market well, yeah. or so more of the high end and we are high end boots. So we're yeah. more of a Mercedes BMW. Now, what's, what's the longevity between your boot compared to somebody else that's going to be wearing it. So yep. somebody's putting in the money and going, I'm using these boots every single freaking day. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually change them out every year. Is there something where you can monetize and go the average boots, 12 months, our boots, 18 months. So technically per month, you're only spending ten dollars per month, or you know, a hundred or fifty dollars per month, rather than whatever it may come up. I'm to. so glad you brought that up because there are people that you know you have to tell them that. Um, so, for example, our boots. I will tell you that our logging boots. Um, I have guys getting upwards of two years out of them. Okay. When how much is the to logging the others, boots? Uh, about four hundred bucks a pair. Okay. Gotcha. Roughly. Gotcha. Um, but what you, what I find is that the other brands, uh, and this is just the people telling me, I'm yeah. not, you know, yeah. uh, they're like, yeah. oh my God, my other boots are like two to six months old. They're not even getting that much out of it. So it's about 15, $15 a month they're paying for these logger boots. Yeah. And the other one you said last how long? Maybe anywhere from two to six months. Two to six months. And how much do, do, do would they say they They cost? probably maybe a little less than ours. Maybe by 50 to $100 less in some instances. Okay, so 306 months. You're paying $50 a month opposed to $15 a month. So, you know, I look at that kind of stuff because that stuff is, 
And I've never, I didn't even know you guys existed. So, and I, I've never even worn a pair of your boots besides in the office, uh -huh. but that, that stuff makes a difference to me, especially when you're buying value and, and you can monetize it and how much does it cost me per month? And if right. it's going to last me two years, I put that boot to a test. Now, let me ask you this on the boots is, you know, I, I did a, I, if, if everybody remembers, I put a little, um, I shot out there. If people like hikes or not 75% yes, 25% no. Yep. And some of the comments that came back were they were stiff, snow boot, bigger boot. <laughs> uh, I have a few guys that work with me that have them. They're like, yeah, I like them, but it's taken me a little bit on that. So yep. how long does it take to break in these boots to where these boots you fall in love with? Or do you ever, you know, do some people not and they don't give them the time? What does somebody have to kind of invest in? Like watching a new show on Netflix, three episodes, you're hooked. You watch in one episode you're and leave done. it, you're done. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a good show, but you got to put in three. What do they have to put in to love these boots? Right. That's that's great. Uh, so what happens is with our boots, with the bull hide, first of all, it is stiffer. So it's going to take a little longer to break in. I've got some guys that can break it in in two days. I've got some guys that takes a month. Gotcha. Uh, but there's other things to consider with our boots that people may sometimes think it feels not as comfortable. We uh, have an orthopedic fit in all of our footwear, which cuts down on plantar fasciitis, which in fact, I've had four people stop by today mm -hmm. saying that they no longer have plantar fasciitis just from wearing hikes. So super important. Um, so sometimes that rigidity doesn't feel good to some people. They're not yeah. used to it. But in essence, that's what they need. When you go get custom orthotics, for example, from a podiatrist, what do you get? Hard plastic inserts that you spend 500 bucks for or soft, fluffy things. Mm -hmm. You get hard inserts. So these things keeping in mind, that's why some people at first don't like the hikes. They can be like, you know, it's it's just not really that soft and fluffy. I'm like, it, you're, you're, you're using a chainsaw. Do you really yes. want soft and fluffy here? <laughs> or do you want something that's gonna last? Yeah. And something rugged that's protective yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, so, that could be the 25% that maybe they just can't get used to it. It's too stiff. Now, let me ask you, chainsaw protective. Yeah, boots, class two on this Class two. Uh, what's, what's the statistics out there of people that cut themselves on the, on their foot, on, on the their foot boot. area. I want to say the last I checked and this could be wrong. So please forgive me if the stat is wrong. I'd say probably around 10% or less have cut their foot in some way or something. Yes. Uh, it's, it, it, you know, because if you look at a head to toe, for yeah. example, you've got the hearing protection, head protection, face eye protection. Yeah. Now you've got, you know, logging pants, like yeah. chaps, things yeah. like that. And they're just now getting to the footwear piece of it. Many people put their foot up and they drop a saw here. People are not thinking about that. Yeah. And that's where we come in. Gotcha. And really gotcha. pushing it because there's a lot of uh, logging boots out there that quite frankly have no cut protection whatsoever. Now, where are you guys at in the market with market share on boots in the arborist field? Are in, you, where do you guys rank? Well, worldwide, we're pretty far up there. In the U.S., we really started focusing on the forestry side of our business in the U.S. market probably six, seven years ago. Okay. Roughly, when we really started getting a little bit more into it. So I've noticed it. It's like once somebody puts it on, they're hooked. Gotcha. I mean, they want the hikes as soon as they try it on. Gotcha. So it, it's up and coming more and more. Good. But you have to also think about the boots, too, in a different way because we're bringing something a little bit different. Back in the day, people just put a big tall logger boot on with a big logging needle and called it a day just a leather boot yeah but things and times are changing in this industry 
and things are going gearing more towards safety each day. And so we're already ahead of the game with the hikes. So that's where we're at. Good. What, what else about the company or the boot, you know, that, that really stands out because guys, as, as somebody who didn't even hear about this company or hasn't proven the boot to be everything you say, and I, and I'll be out there, I'll say, I love it or I'll hate it. Have fun with that. You know, I mean, somebody said to me today, they, I said, yeah, I got a pair from them and I'm going to be wearing it. They go, it's an office boot. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> but I'll be, I'll be, I'm going to put, I'm going to test them out in the office. So you guys will know, uh, they work in the office and they also work out in the field for that. So I'm going to be testing them soon. But what, what other kind of things about the company and about the boot that other individuals don't know? Well, we have been around since the 1940s. Um, even though it's some semi-related to this, we are the largest fire boot manufacturer in the world. Yeah. What kind of fire boot manufacturer okay. so sometimes the forestry uh, crosses over with wildland if, if you live in on california the, on the daily if you live in california firefighters and tree they know individuals us. professionals are side by side working together every day ask any firefighter who we are and they'll tell you gotcha that's all you have to do and um i'm actually the academy uh one thing you'll have to do with us i would love for this to happen with hikes is and maybe sponsor and be a part of this uh, venture that we're doing. But we're gonna be training every fire department in Northern California, having free courses for them of hands-on and getting them aerial rescue certified. Uh, oh, I'm gonna be great. working with manufacturers and companies like Cheryl, who's gonna donate climbing gear. And Cheryl, you don't know about this yet, but it's coming and I already committed you. Uh, <laughs> but giving a full setup, climbing gear, spikes, everything a fire department's gonna need for an aerial rescue. Because as soon as something happens out there in our profession, the first people that we're dealing with, the first professionals are the firefighters yeah. that are arriving usually first to the scene. And if they don't know, and they are not skilled to be able to do this and do an aerial rescue, they have to call their special unit in Alameda, which is another two hours to get been to there you. Many times. And you've been up there. So we're doing a full training. It's absolutely free. It costs nothing for the fire departments. And we're going to be doing aerial rescue training and certifications for all Northern California of every fire department out there. Over well, the you next need to get years. in touch with, let's stay in touch after this all right. for sure. And I, I would definitely love to be a part of That'd that. Awesome. And we've got the perfect boot for that. As That'd well. be awesome. Especially if they're already wearing your boots out yeah, there. Yeah, right? but this is something special for air rescue. Yeah. Um, so we can definitely talk about that at another time. Awesome. 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 That would be so, great. So hearing, hearing about your company and yourself, you know, there's the people that listen to this podcast. Uh, I always, I always like, what's your nugget? What's your, what's your wisdom, your tip from the top of being in this industry, working with our field or just life in general that you can share with somebody to who knows what they're going through today or something that can help them? Absolutely. So one of the things uh, that I try to be and try to do in business and in personal life is to be present, to be here in the moment. Listen. And really listen to people when they talk to you. Don't listen to try to make an answer back. Listen to them, take it in, digest what they're saying, whether it be they're asking for help, assistance, looking for something, and listen to the problem that they have. Um, you may have a solution in a boot. You may have a solution for them. Hey, I got a friend that can help you with this. You know, just always listen with your heart and, and give them that moment because you may be the only person that can give that to them. 
That was good. That Thank was the best you. one yet. That's awesome. Is it that's good? Aw- that was good. That is. <laughs> Be in the moment, guys. Uh, that's listening to this. You know, uh, you're gonna come encounter with some people today. You know, listen to them. Uh, don't don't just think don't of an answer. Them. Yeah, listen to them. You never know what somebody's going through right now. That's absolutely uh, right. Never know. Uh, they may have a smile on their fi- face, but they're sad in their heart for that. So give back, give back, live in the moment. But Tracy, I appreciate you being on the show today. The one tree guy and one tree gal. I think that's the new show and what it's called. But uh, <laughs> everybody, if you guys if you guys haven't tried out hikes, I'm trying them out. I'm going to test them out and see if it's a great product if or I hate it. And if I hate it, I will let you know that I hate it. Uh, but other people might love it. But if I love it, I'll let you know I love it. Uh, always going to keep it real here on Two Tree Guys. But appreciate everybody. You guys have a great day today, and uh, we love you. Bye. Thanks, everybody.